Yo, I tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, This weekend car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. We talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found? Check your grounds. The show about to start, start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This week in car audio, audio. Yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in, this week in car audio. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co hosted by Jeffrey, the superstar. Flew out to California to come check us out again. So, uh, Jeffrey, how's it going? Uh, it's going good, good, good. Yeah, good that trip, man, it was, it was pretty wild, but uh, it, was all, it was all in good fun. I had a good time. That's good to hear. <laughs> we got uh, Barbados checking in already from both locations there, the wife, the husband, uh, two of our newer judges. Um, did you have a show this weekend? Yeah. Well, why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about that while I'm sharing it? Oh, I, I just, sorry. I just uh, hit something and I'm okay. Here we go. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, yeah. So this, uh, this past Saturday in, uh, I think it's, uh, the city's called Del Valle. Uh, it's, it's near Texas, uh, Austin, Texas, I should say. Uh, we had a one X DB drag racing event sponsored by, uh, Stinger electronics as well as G's audio. Uh, this was uh, in conjunction of G's uh, seventh anniversary celebration they were having there. They had free food, free drinks, and uh, I want to let you guys know we had uh, some special guests that showed up. Uh, believe it or not, we other had, than uh, Roger. <laughs> uh, well, Roger, Roger didn't even show up. Um, oh. but it, it was actually about three hours south of uh, where we are here. But okay, uh, the special guest, um, just to kind of give you a clue, was. They live in Austin. That gives you any kind oh, of <laughs> so maybe a little Wayne and Celise show up. Well, not only did Wayne and uh, Celise show up, but uh, also they brought uh, Cody. Cody oh, showed up too. Cool. I, you know, I, I I don't think I've ever met him in person. I just seen pictures and <laughs> you know what Wayne and Celise talk about uh, him, and uh, I was like, oh, okay. There was this guy wearing a, a DB drag shirt. I was like uh, trying to put my finger. Who is this guy? Oh, it's got to be Cody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they came out, uh, supported the show. Uh, I didn't even know they were going to come with gifts. They actually, uh, as a token of their appreciation, they uh, gave uh, Gil, who's the owner of G's Audio, a, a DB drag racing uh, racing jersey. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's a token of their appreciation, which was cool. And they, they also... Uh, Provided a couple of shirts for a couple of special awards for the event, like loudest of the day went to uh, Jennifer Gillian. Um, I think she's a local out there. Um, she hasn't done any of the shows up here in uh, Dallas, but uh, she won best uh, loudest of the day, I should say. And then another shirt that they provided was uh, going to best of show, which went out to I think a first time competitor out there, Angel Lopez, who, uh, had a good time. Um, yeah, so I, I I was totally surprised we had some uh, special guests for the event, but uh, hopefully uh, I, I was uh, uh, told by 
by the sponsor of the event that uh, in the future we're going to have more events, uh, hopefully a 2X or a 3X coming up pretty soon. So, so that was a 1X event? Yes, that was a 1X event. Okay. And uh, Calvin didn't uh, support it or make it a triple X <laughs> or nothing like that, huh? Calvin? No, unfortunately, no. All right. No, that's okay. Um, anyway, um, want to shout out to our sponsors, uh, Crossfire Car Audio and Puns Customs. Uh, once again, if you guys want to support somebody that supports the things that you like to hear and see and do, uh, support those who support what you what the programs and stuff you like. So in this situation, it's Crossfire Car Audio and Puns Customs. All right, our other guest judge this week, Mr. Wyatt Meyer. Wyatt, how's things going? Pretty good. Things are starting to warm up around here for us, finally hitting some 70-degree <laughs> days. Today, not so much, but getting there. Um, working on getting toward our first show here on the 20th. Yep, 20th of May. Uh huh. So that'll, that'll be a 3X show here in Wisconsin. Uh, that'll be our kickoff day out in uh, Reno, and Jeffrey will be doing a multi-point, Jeff, down in Southern California, or is it single X? Uh, which day exactly? Was it May again? 20th. May 20th, yes, at the triple point event in uh, what they're now calling Bloomington. It was originally called <laughs> Bloomington, but now since we've had a couple of three Xs there, they're calling it Bloomington. So Bloomington, California. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, hey, maybe uh, we can convince Wayne to get the uh, program up and maybe do some little online uh, exhibition, like, you know, a single run in Top Dog or something or Base Race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be, be nice. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, if Wayne and Celise can get around to getting that done, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so so you got Frost Off going. Uh, remember, guys, if you want to ask any questions, now's a great time. If um, – we can answer your questions. We can answer them to the best of our abilities. Once again, we are not seeing these vehicles. We are only going by what you tell us. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we can't give you a definitive answer on this stuff, but we can give you our best understanding of what you are telling us. Um, uh, I do want to talk about the um, Sky High Barbecue this weekend. I don't know if you guys have seen any videos yet. But uh, Benjamin Barnett, who was on the show, I don't know, five, six weeks ago or whatever, dude, did you see his uh, – He so he's got a hearse. Oh, yeah. He was the guy, like, giving out the uh, crazy demos. The brutal the demos. Brutal demos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see uh, the one where um, about ripped off um, Gately shirt? Yeah, I saw Gately uh, do a, a demo in that car at – he looked like he wanted to tap out like right away, but uh, yeah. but he stuck in <laughs> he there. Did it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I believe he is gonna come after the DD's tanks record. Wow. In DB drag at the next multi point out here in California. Wow. So that is gonna be crazy. I hope he could do twenty hertz, which which I'm oh, pretty sure he can. <laughs> did you see that thing? It was nasty. Did you happen to see that, Wyatt? No, I didn't. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, if you get a chance, go and check that out. Um, it's it's quite impressive. Uh, Calvin says, uh, that's all Jeff wanted. Gately's shirt ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny stuff right there. Um, so, but yeah, no, I mean, that was, that was brutal, brutal demos that thing was putting out. Yeah. I know he was trying to get it ready for Autorama, and it just wasn't in the cards. That is an all-steel 
extreme car. So um, definitely, it's. I mean, the box is made out of steel. The inside of the car is made out. Of, I mean, that that is a literally an, the cabins made out of steel. It is a hundred percent polished steel speaker driven box. <laughs> Uh, so I can't wait to see that and check it out. That is, I'm sure that's going to be really cool to check it out and do his attempt at uh, beating the world record in Cyclone um, Demo Extreme. Extreme. Uh, so, but uh, anyway, um, judging things. So, Jeffrey, you were at my 3X here in California. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about some of the stuff you saw. Um, a couple of, a couple of things that I think probably just needed to get a little bit clarified was, uh, the use of tape. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, um, yeah, a lot of people would, were kind of lining their whole dash with tape, which, I mean, in the rules, um, you're only allowed to tape vents. Um, so aside from vents, you, you can't, you can't tape up your a gaping hole where your head unit used to be you know mm -hmm. um or a hole in your you can't tape over like the cup holders in your center console right yeah. right some stuff like that so uh just the use of tape uh, in general um uh, i kind of noticed but uh, everybody was really cool with it um you know they they were able to you know, take it off. You know, nobody uh, complained. Um, they were all compliant, which was cool. You, you have um, your rule book uh, handy right there, Jeff. Oh yeah. Can you yeah. can you read the tape rule real quick while I read this up here? So it says, uh, Calvin says, uh, so they're calling it a thirst, the tank hearst. So wow. I don't think that's what <laughs> they call it, um, but yes, that is. And uh, Tristan says, yeah, that was a nasty demo. Absolutely was. Justin Stolman popping in right here. Um, what had me was uh, when it was coming off the trailer. Oh, yeah. They obviously – so our CRX, we lost our ramps for our trailer. Um, even in what it weighed in our extreme CRX, we broke the ramps, and obviously that hearse weighs considerably more. And, yeah, the, he's going to have to figure out a way to uh, support those ramps. Wow, those those ramps are steel, right? Yes, they are. They're but they're just angle steel, quarter inch angle steel. Oh, okay. So if angle. you a lot of times what some guys do with the heavier vehicles is they'll put like floor jacks under the midpoint of the ramp so it won't buckle there. So that's um, crazy. That's a lot of weight. <laughs> that is a lot of weight. So so what does the rule read, Jeffrey? Uh, so rule, I guess if we want to get technical here, uh, 3-E, 3-8E, <laughs> it says here, uh, contestants may temporarily use tape within the listening compartment to seal only their air conditioning vents, heater vents, sunroofs, driver side, passenger side windows. When com competing, provided no other applicable rules are violated, the maximum tape overlap permitted outside of the specific area being covered is two inches, 5.08 centimeters. Okay. And uh, let me add here, uh, contestants may temporarily use tape on the outside of the vehicle to seal and or secure the windshield, window hatches, doors, sunroofs, etc. provided no other applicable rules are violated. 
Okay. So um, go back there to the two inches. So read that portion again. The maximum tape overlap permitted outside of the specific area being covered is two inches. Okay. So how do you understand that rule, Wyatt? Are they allowed two inches on each side or two inches total? Uh, two inches on each side, basically using the mic jig go from the, I forget how we kind of talked about it at finals last year. It was from the door seal, I believe, up two inches. So a mic jig width, and then you flip the mic jig down and they get two inches in the opposite direction as well. So technically four inches, but two inches of overlap on either side of the, the seal or the, you know, where the glass meets the door or whatever. And so um, I believe the way Jeffrey and I were judging it at Autorama was two inches total, right, Jeff? Uh, no, it was, it was two inches on either side. So okay. essentially where the, the glass, I think, met the body of the vehicle, whatever you were trying to seal off, you can go two inches up, two inches down. Okay. That's Which, okay. I mean, uh, you know, people were okay with that also. They were yeah. ripping it off and then, you know, being totally compliant. Yeah. Uh, I will say of the California competitors versus East Coast competitors when I uh, did events out there, the California guys, um, they're like, okay, sure, no problem. I'm take care of it right now. Uh, and, and they're, I mean, not that all the East Coast guys don't do that, but there are quite a few that will, well, no, 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 that's not. And they argue with you about how the mm -hmm. rule is. Um, I don't get that as much here on the West Coast, I will say. Um, Calvin saying Jeff always brings duct tape to <laughs> Vegas and offers me drinks. Weird. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm guessing uh, that's for some little uh, stuff after hours. Huh, Jeff? <laughs> uh, I, I do not know what Calvin is talking about. <laughs> Uh, so, so where do you uh, sit, Wyatt? With um, what do you think uh, some of the emphasis? Uh, so we saw the duct tape. That was that was probably our biggest discussion at R3X. Um, anything else you really saw, Jeff? I mean, everybody else was. And luckily, tape's one of those things that's pretty easy to take care of, right? Yes. I mean, as opposed to if someone built a box that doesn't fit or they you know modify the vehicle in another way uh tapes one of those things that it's easy enough to say hey rip that off and you're good to go right so yep. oh, yeah oh and there was another thing too that i wanted to, um to mention was the uh, conductor rule um yes yeah there was a few uh competitors that were in the prosot class that had more than the allowed well one guy conductors. had eight conductors <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was just like yeah it was it was a lot of wires and and uh you know i just it was just a matter of pointing it out to him in the rule book and you know he was totally fine with it i think he might have been maybe it's not really a first time competitor maybe a, a rookie competitor I, 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 it was his first time in that class ah, ah um, okay. he competed last year but it was all in like no wall and stuff mm -hmm. like that Oh, so, where you're allowed to have yeah unlimited, unlimited. conductors yeah. yeah um Tiffany says oh well ca first Calvin says uh, uh Mario's a witness <laughs> <laughs> and then Tiffany says she waits patiently every week for Calvin's uh commentary so yeah Calvin gets the viewers I guess right he, he does he gets the ratings <laughs> he gets the ratings <laughs> I'll need um, to thank him later. <laughs> 
So okay, so we so the tape um, and then the conductor rule. So um, the way Jeffrey and I understand the conductor rule, and just tell us if it's different for you, Wyatt. Um, you're only allowed two conductors from the amp. So I only have to clamp one conductor and probe one conductor, positive, negative, uh, you know, one positive, one negative conductor. So I'm, um, so even if that comes off the amp four inches, so we can clamp and do that, and then you go 16 wires from those little four-inch tails, we should be good, right? Because it's just the conductor rule is only off the amp. Yeah, so that's interesting because I've I've seen it the opposite way. So if a competitor has a two-channel amp or two amps that aren't strapped, um, I guess that wouldn't work in this scenario, right? But that's say they right. have a two-channel amp or, or something along those lines, right? I've had competitors where I say, um, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking about it backwards. Exactly. So I tell them, usually I advise them the same thing, right? If they have four wires coming out of their amp, Yep. Usually they're using a mono block, so it doesn't matter anyway. Right. But they're doing it because they have two subwoofers, right? And it just mm -hmm. makes it makes sense, right? To to wire it that way. And I just say, hey, find someone with some speaker wire and some wire nuts, and just take two out of the amp, just like you said, go a few inches, and then time together and go to your subs from there, right? So, yep. um, I mean, definitely limit. Like I've had some guys come in with two amps. Well, there's really not much you can do there because you can't combine them, or, um, you know whatever the case is and so that then i usually go well can you strap them um maybe they can't for that show but for the next show they can right you know have them linked together and only have one set of wires going out so yep same way as you guys okay cool that's very interested um uh so i want to pull up this comment real quick uh justin stolman says i got a 55 inch for you free 99 so oh, uh so he's got 55 inch tv um uh, so Jeffrey and I were, or Jeffrey wasn't, I was setting up on Sunday morning and I put my, um, monitor on the table and I went and did something. Augusta wing came up, knocked my monitor over and smashed it. So just oh, for you guys no. that want to know, uh, so, so here's the thing is, and I don't understand why the other uh, judges don't know this. I go on marketplace for $60. I got a 55 inch TV. Yeah. For another $30, I got a 43-inch smart TV <laughs> off of Marketplace. And both already with um, uh, wall mounts. So I wow. welded up a wall mount onto one of my tripods for my, uh, for my monitor speakers. So now, on a tripod, I got a TV mount. So... Um, Maybe it's just your area, uh, you know. Maybe uh, my area out here, I I don't really see that many TVs on marketplace. Uh, yeah, like I said, Justin said he's got one for fifty-five inch. I'm Ooh. I'm not opposed to taking it. I'll put it in the, my stack, and when I break one, I'll <laughs> use that one next. Um, so with that being said, since I did break one at the last show, um, looks like we're doing a TV toss at Jay's Alarms on Friday night. Oh, nice. <laughs> so have you ever seen one of my TV tosses, Wyatt? No. Yeah, so we basically just take a TV, we take a square. Have you ever did a radio toss? No. Oh, so if you want to have fun at one of your shows, what you do is you go into the shop and you ask them for a stock radio, right? One of the 
like you know they pulled out of a 2000 Dodge Caravan right and it's just sitting in there the collecting dust and what you do is you make a square that's about double the size of the radio and you put back 15 20 feet and people try and throw up radio and make it stop within that square and you give them some dumb prize like a rubber ducky or something <laughs> and uh the people love it it's really in uh really it's a lot of fun and it's fun to watch and it gives you as a judge a chance to do something else um, maybe you're setting up your trophies so you can do it before you do your trophy ceremony or right before you go into brackets um, that way you know you can have somebody whoever's running your computer step aside and start putting together trophies while you're doing the TV toss yeah, you know? I will tell you though if you are assisting in the uh, TV toss so wear some some gloves oh. because <laughs> yeah those, those uh, sometimes those TVs like to uh, shatter in a bunch of pieces so when you're picking it back up to bring it to the next person uh, you know <laughs> uh, Brandy says the TV toss was a lot of fun. Uh, she's been part of one here before. Um, uh, and then Calvin says, uh, Jeff, we should do midget tossing out here. <laughs> <laughs> was he trying ideas. to say you? I'm just <laughs> Come on, curious. Calvin. It was that one time. It was one time. Okay. <laughs> just because on. the one time you did it doesn't mean we get to do it all the time. Um, so, yeah, no. So, I mean, that, like I said, at, on a judging standpoint, um, it uh, frees you or your computer guy up to do other things that are, you know, labor intensive a little bit, really, you know. Um, so it, it's it's helpful to do. And like I said, I mean, I get TVs for, shoot, almost nothing. And I break them all the time. I break one or two a year. But, you know, I'm spending, you know, 30 to $60 a TV. If I break a TV, I break a TV, right? I don't think I'd feel safe going to places where I would get a $60 TV around here. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, it's probably not safe going where I go to get those either. But I'm, I'm a grown-ass man, and I make grown-ass man decisions. So if I get if – if they bite me in the ass, then that's on me. So, Do um, you remember um, the Big Oki? Yeah. I talk uh, to him from... still like once a month. From Germany at his shows, he used to, uh, and I don't know, we can get away with that over here. But so he had, so you did this contest where you would hold out a subwoofer in front of you, like uh -huh. it, I don't know if it was like a really heavy one, and the person who would hold it the longest would win. So it was like a little uh, side contest. But yeah, I don't know. I just see all kinds of liabilities there that I, you know, would rather probably not do. But uh, yeah, he he had an uh, you know uh, interesting one. Uh, yeah. Say the least. I mean, you you could literally do that with a book. It's not the weight, it's the it's not, leverage. It's, not... it's about the leverage, right? So you're is you're it take, so? Yeah. So you're taking this thing that weighs nothing and it's close right. to your body. Ah, okay. right. And now you Tucking stick your it fully maybe? out. Yeah. So oh. now you stick it fully out. It doesn't matter if it weighs two pounds. I mean, you just try to hold your hands out here like this yeah. for as long as you can, and five minutes in, your freaking hands are starting to drop. So. You know, it's not about the weight; it's about the leverage. So, you know, um, maybe I should try it then. Uh, Syph Morrison on here. He's the guy who uh, made our. Um, he has our the lyrics to the intro and the yeah. outro. Syph Morrison popping in. He says, "You're rich. You can you're rich. You can afford it." That's right. <laughs> I can afford thirty dollars a year for TVs. 
rich guy. Um, uh, Justin Stolman, uh, lots of Watts guy, and Justin Stolman's uh, LLC transportation. He is. I'm working. I'm trying to do a 3x here in NorCal, end of August, uh, Saturday wow. or Sunday. Uh, that doable Google. on your calendar. Uh, it is if you check my calendar. <laughs> My my calendar is pretty much. I mean, it's right online. You can go to sonicfxaudio.com, click on upcoming events, and you can see my whole calendar right there. So, um, Jeffrey, do you still use that page? Uh, which one? On uh, have Term you Pro? seen mine? Yeah, yeah. where it has oh, yeah. all your events that you've ever done. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you oh, yeah. do you use that on your website so people can see your upcoming events and stuff? Yeah, I forgot what it's called. Uh, it's like a judge's history, judging history. Yeah, it's like judging yep. history or something like that. Yeah. I, do you have one of those, Wyatt, or no? Um, I I mean, I have in my account, but I don't know that I've ever – I mean, they're on the calendar. I don't know what oh, okay. you guys are referring to, though. Yeah, you kind of have to look for it. I don't think it's like readily available. It, um, it is, it's think, a hidden link. Yeah, it was like one uh, one time I found it, and I'm like, I got I got to you, you know save it. this, and yes. I saved it on my on my cell phone. So it's every time uh, I need it, let I'll me see bring here. It it, it's a good way of like looking at past uh, events you've done, and yeah, you know, just in case you need to look back on a competitor, and he was saying, oh, I did that last show. I forgot what it was. And, Oh, well, I use it for, hey, what show were you at mm -hmm. um, where you used the wrong name? Because at the end of the year, we oh. got to fix all those names, yeah. right? Uh, let me see if I can't do this real quick. Uh, YouTube. Nope, that's not the one I want. Video. Nope, that's not it either. <laughs> It's got to be video. All right. Second screen. Bam. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that because that's my cycling. There we go. So I have it up there now. Um, and then you're going to click on. Um, bam. Uh, upcoming events on my Sonic FX page. And then if you go here, you're going to see. These are all my upcoming events that I've already got on the calendar. And then these are my from 21. This yeah. is from 21 season, 20 season. Oh, on the top of the page, it says official agent. Oh, is that what it is? I wonder if that's yep. a way where you could kind of like find it. Yeah. Anyway, you can go all the way down to all these events that there I've ever done. There it is, official done. agent. Yes, sir. So you can go all the way back down to here. It's got 2003 on here, but I do have shows on my thing all the way to 2001. So uh, let me go back to here. But anyway, so that's how you find it. Um, uh, if you want to see my particular calendar. Um, but it's super simple because I put it on my website or on my Facebook page. And that way people can just click on it and they can see all the show information for all of my personal shows. Yeah, it's a good marketing tool also yes. if you want to, you know, maybe a prospective, uh, you know, shop. You could just send them that link and say, hey, these are the shows I've done. Yep. You know, so they know they know you're legit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hey, so anybody in the comments, if you guys have any questions about rules, that's what we're here for tonight. We're going to be doing rules-related questions. Uh, anything that you think you're going to be needed to look at this year, Wyatt? Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, quite a few of my guys have decided they're just going to jump in uh, Super Street X. So oh, cool. Uh, not a whole lot I got to look at in that case. There are some guys that wanted to make some more extreme modifications. Um, they were blowing their cars apart and stuff. And they're like, mm -hmm. I want to, you know, seal the sunroof and I want to foam behind my dash and I want to do this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, super street X, go for it. So it, it's super um, simple. It, yeah, it's, exactly. The cool thing is too, is we're not excluding them from building it the way they want. It just means right. they can't play, might not be able to play in the class they want to play in, but we're definitely not excluding them from any of the competition. They just have to change classes. Right. Um, yeah. So what about the OG class, 10K OG? Yeah, I've been trying to kind of socialize the rules and stuff with my guys here. I don't know if I'll have anyone that falls into that. Um it just kind of depends. A lot of guys kind of just show up to the first show and are like, Hey, I was in this last year. Yes. Uh, am I, can I still be in it? Right. Um, but I haven't heard anything on if anyone is specifically going to build or kind of aim for that class. Um, and the daily driven vehicles that attend California, they really fit into that 10 K OG pretty easily too. So, um, just yeah, saying, I, I think a lot of guys around here, the two conductor limit would be what would probably get them. Oh most yeah. Of the guys that are running that kind of power mm -hmm. aren't running a single, single amp or, you know, I guess a, a few of them have a couple amps strapped yep. uh, that are probably close to that. But a lot of guys are running like two five K's or two eight K's or something along those lines. Right. So, mm. um, but yeah, I'll just have to see, I guess what, what everyone comes up with. I know, Quite a few guys were rebuilding for this year. Um, you know, I had a lot of new guys last year that came, had a good time, and, you know, got to know kind of how the rules are and, and how they can better build for this year. So hopefully uh, see them a little more competitive in their classes. So. Cool. Uh, Ethan Mendez, I'm not sure how much you paid him, Jeffrey, says, <laughs> why is Jeff so cool? And Jeff is super cool. It's like I'm, I don't know. All my uh, all my fans are coming out today, right? <laughs> yep. Ethan's a good guy. He was at the uh, last show uh, out here in Texas in uh, Del Valle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he uh, competed in a few classes. He he uh, also got in, uh, got a bunch of people to to compete with him as well. So he was, oh, uh, awesome! So he's yeah, gonna he become ambassador. your new. He's gonna become your uh, <laughs> Moses Martinez, huh? Maybe not as, uh, <laughs> as... charactery, but uh, definitely he, he he'll help out. You know anybody? You just gotta ask him. I know uh -huh. he's he's a big dude. He's kind of intimidating. Ethan is, but you know he's a real softie. Just you know uh, he was telling people like a uh, uh, Mel Valadez was also. He was just kind of like showing people, hey, yep, this is all you need to do. You know it's really easy. So and, and guys like that guys. are invaluable to yes. a, an event. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're the ones who bring the people on. Mm -hmm. um, Calvin says, Ethan, stop lying, or does Jeff have a gun pointed <laughs> at you? Okay, so uh, Montoya, uh, Montana uh, says, elaborate on the OG class, uh, mm -hmm. and he says, a lot. 
So um, are you familiar, Wyatt, with the OG and want to go over it? Or Jeffrey, which one of you guys? Why don't you I go, just Wyatt? Replied, I just replied to his comment with oh, uh, okay. kind of the summary of what we outlined before. So why don't you uh, go over that outline so that um, the people that listen back on the podcast, on the audio version, can uh, hear what you, what it is? Sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it's very similar to the other Super Street classes, right? But we wanted to kind of limit the number of modifications and kind of bring it back. Um, so, you know, the big thing is the power limit, right? So it's a Super Street class, but it has a 10K power limit, so you got to watch. Uh, I was just mentioning the conductor rule, mm -hmm. so you got to be thinking about that piece, right? So you can either run two amps strapped or you can run one single amplifier, but that's it. Right. Um, you know, and then no four cuts, no under vehicle build down, none of that extra stuff. Everything has to stay, you know, inside the vehicle. Um, sound damping, you know, originally in the post quarter inch, uh, you know, that's going to apply to our other classes as well now. Mm -hmm. um, but that, that quarter inch of sound dampening, single windshield, 60 hertz max, uh, factory headliner, OEM seats. Um, you can still remove them like you can in the other classes. And then, you know, we had the, the must still have the airbag uh, requirement as well. Driver and passenger, both. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's a real simple 60 hertz cap. So yeah. remember that, uh, you know, you can't play over 60 hertz in that class. So that's one of the other things. It And it's, um, like I said, it's, it's really trying to get back to more of a ground pounder type thing. That's the 60 hertz cap. Uh, mm -hmm. The quarter-inch sound deadener. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you want to respond to this, Jeffrey? Calvin says quarter-inch sound dampening on top of quarter-inch steel. Is that okay? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just read it. Read your comment out loud. <laughs> see if it makes sense. <laughs> see if it makes sense to you, Cal. <laughs> yeah. See if you go. Uh... Steel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but uh, Fred is actually a competitor out here in Texas. Okay. Um, he actually won uh, street stock uh, a few well finals ago. So he's really looking for that next class for him because obviously he can't continue competing in the street stock. Um, so he's he's really looking into uh, the OG class because he, he's kind of an OG also. <laughs> hmm. That's cool. I like I said. I think it's a decent class, especially for the um, for the guys that have the daily drivers and show up mm -hmm. there. Um, I, I'm I'm really like I said. Uh, after seeing that Hearst, I'm really can't wait to see the uh, that uh, Ben Barnett's Hearst in person mm -hmm. and at my next multi point up there. So that should be pretty cool. Um, and then I'm gonna have to, you know, he, he literally has been texting me, sending me pictures throughout the build because he wants to make sure that it fits within the extreme rules. Um, he also has been sending stuff out to, uh, Ray Choi, uh, stuff I'm not sure about. And like I said, he, he's spent an exorbitant amount of time trying to confirm that that is well within the rules. So. I appreciate a competitor that's doing that, being that diligent on trying to be within the rules. That 
can't beat that. So, um, so you think you're going to be Super Street X this year a lot, huh, Wyatt? Yeah, I had some guys last year that they're already in Super Street X because they had a wood roof all the way to the windshield. And then yep. I had a couple other guys that had some pretty loud builds mm -hmm. and their roofs were just tearing apart. A um, couple guys that they're really, really nice looking trucks. They take them to car shows. They're painted really nice. Oh, yeah. And they're starting to tear, right? And so he's like, I got to do something. So he was already in Super Street 5 Plus, I believe, last year. And he's like, you know what? Next year, I'm just going to do Super Street X. And, you know, that way I can I can do the wood roof and I don't destroy my truck. And um, so, I, I mean, last year, I think I had almost a full bracket of Super Street X every show. Oh. Just because of that. So, you know, quite a few guys. And some guys that weren't. You know, they were in the 140 range, right? Yeah. Because unfortunately they were there because, you know, they had some stuff done that. Um, Missing panels or right, still right, building exactly. or something like that. Yep. 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 Um, uh, uh, Jeffrey, speaking of tearing apart cars, I mean, did you notice Moses Martinez's uh, door? He ripped apart his door. Um, on his way to the autorama. Uh, where, on the outside? Or no, on the inside. The door panel. No, the door itself. So wow. right where you have the door and the window meet, Yeah. in that corner, it just sheared the pillar the where the window, you know, where the it gets thin and mm -hmm. then goes around the on top. The it just sheared that section. So it was flopping there, and that's why he had so many people uh, holding it. Um, all Are right. we sure though it was from the the base? It was. He, he likes to rock out when he's inside the car. You know, <laughs> he, you know, does these and you know he's doing that and we don't know if that's what it was. So. All right, let's see if I can. Oh, Wyatt <laughs> pulled it up. Um, uh, Justin was asking, was the current 10k OG world record asking for a friend? <laughs> um, 153.5. Who is that, Wyatt? Since you have it up, apparently. DB Life Isaiah. Oh, that's right. Isaiah did that at Autorama. Uh, young kid. Um, I think he's like 17. Um, he, he comes out there with his dad and his uncle, and they do DB Life as a lifestyle brand of clothing that they sell. Um, and they, they attend quite a few shows, and they come out. They do base race, top dog. And, uh, yeah, so he tried out the OG this last year. He's like, Oh, wait, I can do that. And he took it away from Kayla. So <laughs> Kayla was there. Um, and I think she was like 153.1 was the previous record. So um, he beat it by a few tenths. And uh, she was struggling. She actually blew, was it, she blew her amps or her subs or something at the show. So she was struggling. Why? mightily uh at that event so but she had a good time even afterwards huh jeff oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean she's you know when we had her on the show you can just see you know uh, how she is and when she competes she just absolutely wants to have fun no matter if she's winning or not winning uh-huh you know so that's exactly uh, who she was in person as well so yeah uh, and, and like i said her and her husband um uh, I thought I saw her husband in here earlier, so he was he typed piped in right off the get. I think no, that wasn't Kayla's husband. 
Um, it was the other lady who competed. <laughs> um, what Brandy? was her name? Not Brandy. No. Um, it was it was the same name, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Kayla, yeah, but it was yeah, but it was Kayla James or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Two friends. They both had the same name. Right. They both competing in DB track. Yeah. A little confusing. Yeah. Here, I'll tell you. Oh, uh, Kayla Bruce. Ah, there we go. There Kayla we go. Bruce. Thanks, Brandy. Her her husband was in here. So um, earlier, Josh Bruce. Josh, another guy. He's all man. I just I just love love the competing. It's a great time. Oh yeah, there's Brandy piping in. Just and then uh, she tagged Josh. Josh's already in here. Uh, <laughs> and there's Kayla. Yeah. People correcting me quite quickly. That's fine. Um, and, and that was the other thing, too. What We had, what, four women competing at Autorama? So, you know, we had 109 entries, and I think, well, it was four women, and I think total they were worth, I think, eight entries total of the 109. So, but I mean, it's not a significant amount, obviously. But it's better than what you typically have. I mean, how many women do you have competing in your air, Jeff? I think just, I think just one. Okay. I can think offhand, and it's uh, uh, and she she used to just come to the shows with Julius. Oh um, yeah. And then she, you know wanted to try oh is this queenie or uh, uh no oh okay uh renee her name is renee okay because <laughs> she was... she came first just as a spectator which mm -hmm. i'm sure a lot of the uh, uh female competitors in your area yes did you know they, they had their significant other as you know the one competing and they're like hey i could do this and force them to do it or <laughs> <laughs> you know they do it on their own because they they see it's so much fun that uh Hey, you know, we're starting to see this growth in uh, female competitors again, so that's always good. Yeah. How about you, Wyatt? You got many female competitors out in your area? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a hard one. Significant others. That's that's a, uh, a very supportive significant others. But, uh, yeah. It's hard we, to do uh, this without them. We do have, um, I know Jennifer drives down all the way from Minnesota. I think it's like a four or five hour drive for them to get down here. Uh, she's she's probably, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure she's the only one. Um, yeah, when she makes that drive down here. Dave Bradshaw popping in. Uh, Dave, do you have any questions about rules and whatnot? Uh, he, he tries to help out with... Uh, getting people in the lanes and understanding what classes he's uh used to be the leader of uh team send it he was the one we always gave crap to uh, about this uh, lucky and i uh but now he is stepped back he's got a lot of things going on with his new position at his job his mother's passing created you know the headaches along with that so he's got to work all that stuff so he actually has um julio which is uh, team send it chivo um it has took over the president role but dave is like I said uh he's behind the scenes he's still a strong driver in um on team send it but he definitely uh does it oh here you go andrew says it's team voodoo customs amber right yeah you know what i haven't seen her at, at the last couple of shows but yeah yeah i forgot sorry about that amber yeah. 
Amber, uh, you know, is a competitor as well. She does yep. the uh, Super Street three to four class. And um, Josh Tatu out of Reno, he wants to start doing one X shows. Uh, Josh, if you have any questions, now is a great time to ask. Uh, maybe a judging question or a setup question. Um, speaking of which, so uh, Wyatt, why don't you kind of go over your setup with us? Uh, how how you set up your shows and whatnot? Yeah, so. I try to keep mine fairly simple. I don't pull them in the trailer. Uh, this year I have a pickup truck, so a little more room, but I used to fit it all in a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Um, <laughs> so my canopy tent, you know, my DV drag canopy tent, couple tables. Uh, do you have the 10 by 10 or the 10 by 20? 10 by 10. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, you know, usually I just do one, one computer screen. So Jeremy Weber had made me this little box that sits on my table. So my TV bolts to it so that it doesn't fall off my term lap sits underneath <laughs> the tv and then uh i can put my laptop up on it mm -hmm. and it, it's kind of you know at that height um and then just two speakers on the side really so uh you know they aren't super loud uh you know i do have a hard time when all the demo guys are going crazy uh we have some guys with stunt walls here uh no one can can really hear me so sometimes i'll be running around the parking lot or calling their cell phone um to try to get guys to come up but uh yeah keep it pretty simple overall i mean you don't have to get super crazy um you know it is nice like when you guys have your your extra screens on the sides for the base race guys that's the one one area where i gotta change something down because i know my my base race guys will pull up right depending on how the sun's hitting the tv they can't see it and so if you have one for each lane kind of off to the side that they can see um you know that definitely helps when i've seen like you and jeremy kramer and you know jeff and andy doing shows and stuff having those extra tvs definitely helps um uh, dave bradshaw wants to know where are you located that's you uh, Wyatt. he knows the rest yeah. of us <laughs> oh i got you yeah i'm in yeah. wisconsin just north okay. of madison okay and he goes oh i see him it's a db drag taco truck is that on your profile or something? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin says those damn demo guys. Hey, uh, Jeffrey, you want to explain to uh, Wyatt my policy on people not hearing me? Uh, at my shows? Not, yeah. When I call you. somebody to the lanes and they don't hear me? Uh, you uh, DQ them? I don't know. No, no, no. I give them a two-minute countdown. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. And guess I, I do what? That as well, uh, when you start doing that, magically people start hearing you. <laughs> it, it's really awesome. Um, and, and like I said, so but I know you don't do it, but I go live at all my events. So at my events, you can literally go on Facebook, and if you're in an area you can't hear me or something's going on, you can throw it live on your on your phone, and go, hey. Um, you know, oh shit, because I call up the next three guys, right? So I call on person in the lane, on deck, and in the hole. Um, uh, he says you have a trailer, right? He's inside the trailer. Oh, that's not Wyatt. No, absolutely not. Um, Dave, he does not have a trailer. Yeah, Josh mentions my two minutes. Yep. I mean, literally, Julio was right next to my tent. I'm like, Julio. And I see his car over there. I go, all right, 
you got two minutes to get in the lanes. And he's like, I'm not in my car. Now you have a minute and six, a minute and 40 seconds. All right. Down to a minute and 30 seconds. So Justin says, uh, just the mic doesn't sound good. Can barely hear you online. Um, I think I got it better with the last show. And oh, yeah. I know the last show was a lot better. Yeah. And I, I've got it figured out how to do that now. So, um, Alonzo is asking, how did your bowling game go? If he's talking about last week, I only made like $1,100. I was shooting for three, only made 11. Um, that's for purely entertainment purposes only if the IRS is listening. <laughs> and and th that's why uh, you can afford all those TVs. Yeah, at $30 a piece, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, so I mean, I called him, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm coming. And the next thing you know, hey, his car is right around in time weird um you know uh oh yes josh tate too says uh he did get a trailer um that he mounts the tv screens on so he actually has a like a toy hauler and he kind of turned it into a db drag trailer ish and he he's gonna start running some one x's up in reno to help guys in reno get points and so that they understand db drag and the um uh and base race, top dog, cyclone, better. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of who else has a trailer. So I did a show two years ago in Michigan with Mecca, oh, and okay. I don't know, I don't know who actually owned the trailer. If it was the Mecca org themselves or a specific judge, but that was kind of like that taco trailer setup thing, right? So they had like <laughs> the big doors they opened up, and then. Uh -huh. Uh, mounted their TVs outside. So I don't know if that's maybe what um, people are thinking of as well. But I was trying to think the only other DB drag judge I can think of is, you know, Jeremy Kramer has a big trailer, but he unloads he doesn't, everything. Yes. Of it, right? uh, he doesn't do it in it. So, so I, I don't know if you know Steve Benton or Steve. Yeah, Steve Benton. We had him on our world finals last year uh, show. Oh, wait, Fred, I don't DQ anybody. I run the meter and it's not in their car, so they're not going to be loud. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. So they're just going to get a crappy score. I don't DQ anybody. If you made it to the show, you paid your entry fee, you aren't getting DQ'd. We'll and find Fred will tell you, I mean, when he attends, you know, my events, I'll do whatever to, to look for them. Yes. You know, I'll go up and down the parking lot. Sometimes I'll bring my hoverboard with me. I'll get on my hoverboard and go through each of the cars and, you know, hey, you're up, you're it, up. But uh, And it's really it's hard to do there. that when you have 65, 70 entries at a show, oh, you know. Yeah. It, it's just so difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, no, um, uh, Steve Benton, he actually took like one of the pole behind campers, cut a hole in it like a taco truck one. And then so you opened it up. And when you opened it up, then he had the light trees on the side that swung down and went sideways. And before wow. he opened it up, he put the like the uh, checkered flags in it and DB drag banner. And he, when he lifted it up, then now you have these banners and these flags and all that other stuff. It was kind of cool. Um, oh, and he also had a bed in there. So when he was traveling what? to do his shows, he would actually sleep inside of his travel trailer. And he, he wouldn't even go outside. He would have helpers that would do the mic monkey and that, and he would just stay and do his announcing and everything and run the computer from inside the trailer. So it was actually pretty cool. Smart. Uh, Brad just says, yes, someone has a trailer that they are in. It's self-contained with the TVs outside. I like that setup, plug and play judging. 
It, the problem with that, Dave, is somebody's got to get out and put the mics and the clamps and stuff on the cars. And it's very difficult to do on a plug-and-play se setup. Uh, mine is fairly simple. It's just the tent with the towers, a couple of TVs. Um, it's not super fancy. Um, for World Finals, we build a stage, and then everything goes on top of the stage, which makes it look a lot nicer. Uh, Jeffrey, why don't you tell us about yours? Um, basically, uh, it's just a tent, table, um, multiple monitors sometimes, maybe just one, one big one, mm -hmm. uh, speakers, PA system. Um, it's, I mean, it's not really uh, – a lot of people think there's a lot that goes into it. Yep. You know, uh, especially um, if you want to just be a one X event promoter in your area, you know, um, yeah. a, a, you don't even have to have a DB drag tent. It could be a simple white tent, right? Yeah. Uh, you just have to get yeah, the DB exactly. drag banners, right? Mm -hmm. Cause there's a banner requirement. You need, exactly. You need to have at least one banner, um, has DB drag on it. Have to use the um, term lab. I mean, I have the uh, DB Drag Racing tent, you yep. know, um, that's DB Drag. I got panels on it, side panels. Um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be all crazy. Now, Andy, on the other hand, uh, <laughs> Boomin Audio Competitions, Andy, he has one of the old yep. Kenwood Towers. Now, this goes way back when, maybe early 2000s. Um, uh, even before that, late 90s late 90s yes um so kenwood i guess they they did a tour of shows they had this big tower i wonder who i think sam horn had one sam he horn had, had two yeah and uh I, dave Dave, yeah and then dave um mclean had one down mm -hmm. in florida he bought them from them so andy uh bought one of the kenwood towers mm -hmm. he did some welding to it where uh, it's essentially so it's a tower standing up and when he's done with the show or you know before the show he, he tilts it and then it, it has wheels on it and it goes in the uh, uh, in the trailer out the trailer and sometimes he uh, enlists the help of a couple of guys to help uh, lift up the uh, uh, the tower but uh, that's plug and play it's got two monitors already set up uh, lane one and lane two and hmm. you know he just sets up his tent right beside it um, now, granted, he doesn't, you know, take it out every show, um, you know, but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, a pretty crazy setup. Uh, you know, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. How long does it take him to set up? It used to be where when it used to be in pieces when he first bought it, mm -hmm. he said anywhere from like an hour and a half to two hours. Oof. That was before he welded a bunch of key thing, key parts, right. and then now it's just roll it in the trailer, roll it out, and then, you know, prop it up, and he's good to go. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Josh Tatoo was asking, what do you guys give for first, second, and third place trophies? Like, what is he? What sizes, or do you guys special award, si you know, um, do you give out first, second, and third place trophies? Do you give out awards? What do you guys do? Um, I guess maybe that's a good part. There's really no requirement. There isn't. Um, but, 
you know, it's it's kind of you might have to kind of feel it out, and yeah. you know, what what do you do at your shows, Jeffrey? It depends. Um, I kind of uh, put that on the sponsor. Okay. Um, you know, we have uh, pricing packages where they can get um, a one X show that, uh, like this past one X event that we had um, near Austin, it was a one X certificate event. Mm-hmm. So we, we printed up uh, personalized certificates. Uh, we used to put them in frames, but then <laughs> a lot of people would drop them and then it would just, you know, break everywhere. So we, we, uh, we ended up uh, getting a, a laminator. So oh, we, okay. we put them in the laminator. Um, what's really good about these uh, certificates um, is, you know, per, it's personalized. They have the competitor's name. They have their the score, score, their place, the location. Their place. Exactly, yep. exactly. So um it, it could be something like that you don't have to have these two-tier triple column trophies to give out <laughs> at every show you know um it, it could be certificates but i normally put it on the sponsor of the event hey we yep. could we could do this top tier you know uh package 3x you know yep. uh, these really big trophies i mean that, that's up to you guys if you want to do that um yeah. Otherwise, you know, we could just do certificates. We could do first place trophies and then certificates for second and third or, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to have that option available to the sponsors is kind of a plus as well. Yeah. So, so, uh, Josh Tatu asks, uh, Doug, can we print the certificates? If you have the event promoter pro package, which is required yes. for the, um, to host this one X DB drag event, then yes, you can print them from the program. Uh, and if you go to somebody's show and you want the um, uh, printout of what Jeffrey's talking about, you can actually go to the website and print out your own certificate from the website if you prefer. Um, Dave says he loves the acrylic ones cheaper and look cool. So here's <laughs> the issue with acrylic um, trophies is you have to etch them and they become specific to an event. So if you have any trophies left over, they are now trash. Um, If you do printed certificates, you never have anything left over. If you do trophies like I do, you can take them to the next show and if you have extra left over and it helps in lowering your overall cost, especially when you do, I mean, I'm doing what, 17 shows a year. Um, You know, the cost in trophies, for, for anybody that doesn't know, at my events, a 1X trophy is uh, 29 inches tall for first, um, 23, I think, for second, and 18 for third. So um, if you take that and you go to a your local shop, uh, like if you were to come to my uh, trophy shop, I charge you $1.30 a linear inch. So for a 30-inch trophy, that's a dollar. That's thirty dollars plus another thirty times thirty cents. So another uh, ninety-nine dollars. So it's going to cost you thirty-nine dollars roughly for that one trophy. Now the label that you're going to put on it, I'm going to charge you another dollar twenty-five for that label. So now you're forty dollars and fifty cents roughly into one trophy and I provide 34 trophies for an event so add that up 
times how many people, you know, and, and, you know, I do a deal at my shows where the shop pays a $100 sanctioning fee and then $400 for the 1X trophies, and that provides all the trophies for the show, which is a smoking deal when you look at the size of trophies I bring to the event. And really, the trophies aren't for the seasoned veterans because they have plenty of trophies. It's for that guy that's his first time ever at a show, and he comes. And, I mean, look at the show, the trophies we had for Autorama, <laughs> right? Four foot for first, three foot for second. Just freaking huge, great trophies. So, um, and it's not about the competitor. Um <laughs> Dave says he charges by the inch also, but maxes out at four. We believe that, Dave. <laughs> if somebody tells you the truth, don't deny it. Um, he suggests just etch the class and place with all the DB Drag logos. Uh, the problem with et etching the class is we have, <laughs> what, 19 different classes? Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it's, it's easier you can do um possibly would be say these are db drag first second and third these are base race first second third these are top dog first second third um but if you put the classes on them once again you're going to be stuck uh with trophies that you won't use because you don't fill all the classes at a show um and you know uh wyatt why don't you tell us like a typical show for you is how many entries um, so I do a lot fewer shows than you guys do per year, right? Our season is shrunk a little bit and then, you know, just with availability and stuff. So like this year, I'll only have five or six shows. Yeah, and um, how many people, how many, uh, entries do I, you get per show? I usually do over a hundred and not a hundred unique, but I'll have over a hundred entries for a day. Per show? Yep. Oh, cool. So you, so toward the end of last year, one of our last shows, I think I had, just under 70 unique entries. Dang. Um, so like for my trophies, I have to get 21st, 16 seconds and 12 thirds. That pretty much covers me. Okay. I've only had one show where I've ran, I think one short on first, right? Cause depending on how people land in the classes and everything, right. um, I don't even, I don't even have them down by like, this is DB drag, this is base race. I just do yep. like the name of the show and the sponsors and yep. if there's a name for the event. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I go through Jeremy Weber. I do the acrylic ones. Uh, I get them at a good price. So for me, it's way cheaper and easier for me to do the acrylic ones. I normally don't go have shows where I'm going like crazy with trophies. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it is nice to have the bigger trophies, right, to have those and, and show up and, you know, people are like, oh, man, look at, you know, this big trophy I won. Right. But then I also have the guys where you give them a big trophy and then they got this tiny walled car and it's him and his girlfriend. And he's like, how the hell am I going to fit this in here? And get, you know, <laughs> I, Yeah. I mean, like Josh Tatu says he took six of the four footers home this weekend. You know, if he didn't have a truck, where was he yeah, going to stick a, those? <laughs> yeah. Had a truck right. <laughs> So, uh, so here for, for me, I'll, I'll speak for me. Justin asked, what would a one X show with certificates instead of trophies cost for like a school sports program, fundraiser and car show type thing. So for something like that, I charge the hundred dollars for the, um, uh, for the sanctioning fee 
and then you know and then we work out the entry fees for however we work them out um and it depends on where it's located i mean if it's you know within an hour of my house uh probably not going to charge them hardly anything at all if i'm driving up to reading well that's four hours there four hours back freaking two tanks of gas um you know i've got to cover at least my cost so that's what i do what about you jeff I don't like to talk numbers. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, wow, I think it's, you know, it, it's going to have to depend on a bunch of things. Um, uh, definitely the sanctioning fee is something that uh, has to get covered no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically, if you want an event, um, uh, I, I remember having a show for this, uh, this one sponsor in SoCal. Uh, they were kind of getting him on the uh, the awards he was handing out, and he said it in Spanish, and it sounded kind of funny. But he said that he was poor, that he couldn't, uh, you know, come up with the big trophies. But um, you know, I, I I think you know it doesn't really matter uh, so much as the uh, size of the trophy. I, I think one of my first trophies was the Circuit City ones, <clears throat> and they weren't that they weren't that big. Uh, I think it was like a, an acrylic glass um and i think it was just a plate that was uh you know etched um but i remember the uh, rockford fosgate shows that we that i used to do it was like a whole series they gave out this like it was like this glass uh i don't know it was kind of cool they had plates and it was all etched out but mm-hmm. um yeah uh, so it it we make it uh, available for whatever your budget level is um and I was just kind of looking through my phone. I recall, um, this is what I used to use and, and um, what uh, Solis had done. I don't, I'm not sure if it's available uh, to the public, but it's, it's, uh, it's entitled The Judge's Guide. It used to be called The Judge's Handbook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I utilized a while back. Um, but uh, if anybody wants, like uh, Josh, if he um, needs it, uh, hit me up. I'll see if I can... I think it's on PDF. I could, uh, you know, forward it to you or, um, you know, Doug could do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it gives you like an introduction, uh, multi-point certification, equipment required on here, mm-hmm. uh, event registration. Um, yeah, a lot of cool information, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so if he's interested, you know, we have a link to, uh, to this PDF. Okay, so Cal, your favorite fun troll says uh, fun fact for the day jeffrey can't give out trophies over three foot because they're taller than him (laughs) well cal if you go to the next show we have in boomington there's going to be i think there's like five foot trophies so man we'll have you give them out uh dave bradshaw says you can rent jeffrey to model on wedding cakes if you need to hey uh i'm pretty expensive though he is expensive but he will model whatever you need All right, guys. Well, we ran into the hour. I'm going to go and see if there's any old guys at the bowling alley since bowling's over. Uh, But uh, we got some uh, pot games brewing, I think, at the local bowling alley. And uh, let's see if I can take me some more. I actually talked to one of the senior guys. Um, He heard around town that I was saying I beat him last year. Um, So I've had the highest average in this uh, league for um, uh, three seasons now. 
Uh, and um, I'm not going to discuss what that number is because I don't need certain people to know, and they may find out. So uh, with that being said, um, so I beat, him la I beat him last year for the first time, and uh, he came up to me yesterday at the bowling alley and goes, uh, you know you didn't beat me. I said, well, yeah, I, I was five pins higher than you. And he goes, yeah, but I quit six weeks into the six weeks left in the season. I go, okay. Still, we bowled 24 weeks, and I was higher than you. He goes, that doesn't count. And so he actually took my doubles partner because in bowling, it helps if you have somebody that bowls with you that can help break down the lane and make it easier to bowl on. And so he stole my doubles partner that was helping me break down the lane so it could help him break down the lane and make it easier for him to bowl. So uh, I got some work to do because I'm going to have to do double duty to kick his ass this year. <laughs> yeah, you got to make some money for some TVs. I do. I mean, shoot, TV drag ain't paying me enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Wyatt, any last words? Any other thing? Nope. Show? Uh, nope. You guys have shows coming up closer than I do, but uh, just plug, you know, anyone around the Wisconsin area, the first show of the year. May 20th. It's going to be a 3X on May 20th. So, you know, um, hopefully get, you know, people from Illinois, anyone from Michigan that is starting any points for the season. It's going to be a three X. So good opportunity to get a jump start on your points for the year. Um, and yeah, May 20th, I've got the event out on my, my page and posted in the Wisconsin car audio group. So um, address and stuff is on there. So on the term pro calendar also, it is on the term pro calendar. Yep. All right, cool. Um, Jeffrey, what you got going on? Uh, this Saturday. Uh, Don't forget the about flyer. the 13th. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, I don't want to forget about that. So this Saturday, the 13th, you can see the flyer just uh, uh, right over my shoulder here. Mm -hmm. um, it's a De Los Santos Memorial Car Show, Car Audio Show. Um, it's a uh, to honor his uh, late son for uh, Steve De Los Santos, who's uh, a member of uh, Team Voodoo Customs, who's the uh, sponsor of the uh, 3X event going on this Saturday. Um, but he wanted me to let uh, everybody know that uh, – there's going to be um, food vendors there, hot box barbecue. He's a, a regular. I think he's actually Fred's son who does uh, award-winning barbecue. He comes around and uh, provides everybody with the uh, uh, barbecue. Um, he also wanted me to let you guys know that uh, there's going to be snow cones available. There's going to be tacos from what, what he's telling me. It's a place called Walking Tacos. It's a popular place out here. Um, and on top of that, He's going to add bonus money on top of Win Rogers money. money. Uh -huh. <laughs> so he's going to put some money on top of that for base race and top dog. Uh, he's going to have giveaways, raffles, uh, you name it. It's all going down this Saturday uh, here in Grapevine, Texas. Check out dbdragracing.com on the calendar for all the event uh, details. There you go. Um, and obviously, uh, you got Bloomington coming up after that on the 20th. Yes. So. Can you believe I was, what was it? I was at your show the end of April. And then the following week I was down in Austin. And then this week I got grapevine. And then the following week I'm going to be in Bloomington, California, man. 
Wow. You're getting tired. You're a state. You're a, a <laughs> country traveler there, son. Have meter will travel. That's right. He's, he's getting all his uh, airline mileage in. Yes. Um, anyway, and for me, I will be at Jay's Alarms. Uh, he likes to give away money for the death match. Uh, he hasn't come on, discussed any of that as of yet. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if he threw some money at the death match again. Um, <laughs> man, Calvin with the jokes. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Jay's Alarms this Friday night on the 12th. Uh, six o'clock, eight o'clock brackets. Please don't be late because uh, I got to get home afterwards. And that's like a three and a half, four hour drive for me. Wow. Um, so, yeah, Jeffrey was really surprised at Autorama. He goes, man, you live further than I thought. <laughs> yeah. When when I was asking you, so what are you going to do between Saturday and Sunday? Are you going to get a room out there? And, and when you told me, oh, no, I'm just going to go home. I thought you lived like down the street or something. I, I am down the street. <laughs> about an hour and a half. Hour drive. and 10 <laughs> minutes. It's right down the street. Come on. Um, so anyway, uh, but yeah, that, let's uh, see a lot of people out there Friday, Fresno. Uh, I know um, Moses is going to be out there. He's pushing as many people as he can to get out there. Oh, and for you guys that didn't see, hopefully you saw the pictures. Uh, gave out Moses's uh, Sonic FX Points Champion Award, which was an embroidered hoodie, which looked really cool, I thought. Um, and so, yeah, so we gave that out to um, gave that out to Moses at Autorama again this year. So I, I tend to give that award out at, at Autorama every year. Uh, but hopefully we'll see you guys out there Friday uh, the 12th. And then after that, I got the 20th in Reno. Um, the same time as your 3X down in Bloom Bloomington. Uh, but there's, what, 10-hour drive difference between the two places. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I do know some people that are going to head down there instead of Reno just because they want to go to the 3X points, which is cool. Um, uh, you'll never hear me tell anybody not to go to a different comp, you know. Um, but, uh, anyway, There's like I plenty said, of shows in during yes. the season. So especially in know. California, right? Yeah. Especially in California. Um, I'll so. never stop you from going to another organization. Won't even suggest you don't go to another organization. It's a place that's going to have a lot of fun. Um, and you know, it may fit you better than DB drag. Yes, I yeah. doubt it, but it may. And, um, I like to say at any time, Hey, come to my show. And if I am not giving you the a good time and you aren't enjoying being at my show, then maybe those other organizations are better for you. Um, but I think with all things being equal, if you attend my show and then another show from another organization, you're going to find you're going to have a lot more fun in the DB drag formats. Uh, I just think we, in my opinion, we have the best formats out there for car audio. Um, other than I would say base boxing, has got a very good format. I, I do enjoy that format also. Um, but outside of base boxing, the other formats that are out there, I think DB Drag is hands down a more enjoyable format because of the head-to-head. -head. So, and um, it's about uplifting the whole basic yeah. community. Yeah. In a whole, I mean, if do what you like, you know, do Absolutely. what you love. Do what you love to do. If you know you're you you're like if you like kick scores or port yep. scores, you know, there's some, there's something for, for you, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
is if it's in a different organization. I mean, it's it'd be cool if you guys were to do DB Drag, but that's not what we're all about. We're not about pushing you just to be one organization. It's just about uplifting the whole basehead community as a whole. Yep. That's all. Because I, I truly think uh, the more people participate, the stronger the community becomes, whether mm -hmm. it be us, Mecca, IASCA, USAC, whatever, NSPL, uh, whatever other ones there are. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hopefully, after Wyatt's 3X next month, at uh, the end of this month, and Jeffrey has his 3X, um, we may uh, have more questions or stuff about the rules. So uh, we'll be here again next month. We want to continue to do this every um, every month because I think it's a good way for the competitors to meet the judges. And if they have questions, it's an opportunity for you guys to ask. I mean, seriously, like questions like how do we set up? How do we um, decide what venues to use? That kind of thing. We're here to help you guys out so that you understand what we're looking for and Possibly if you guys want to become a judge and there's no judges in your area, then you can join our ranks and become a certified judge like the rest of us. I mean, Wyatt did it, what, three years ago now? Yep, yep. Yeah, so, and uh, wise decision on your end, Wyatt? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. It's been a good time. Yeah, and him and his wife come out to World Finals every year and compete or and help with the competition on running as a judge, so... Um, that's all. Yeah, we got all a success great. story here. Yeah, you, you too could be a, a judge and you know get your forex status in three years. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, once again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm not sure who we're gonna have on. We could potentially. Let's see what happens with your three X this weekend. Um, and then uh, make a decision on whether we want to do somebody from your 3X, Jeffrey, or if we want to bring on JY Power, Travis, and uh, have him talk more about those uh, sodium ion batteries that he has out. So, That's um, cool too. Yeah. So we'll make a decision as the uh, week goes on and see where we sit. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will be back again on next week at 5.30 California time, the only time that matters. Um, remember to support those who support the things that you like. Support the ones that support us. We got Crossfire Car Audio and Puns Customs. Uh, please support them and show them their the love that they showed us for supporting our show. If you'd like to be a supporter of our show, once again, just contact Jeffrey or myself. Um, an instant message or private message or whatever, and we will get the paperwork to you to uh, have a discussion with you on um, the fees and whatnot to help us pay for the minor things that we got to pay for in doing this show. Uh, but once again, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week on This Week in Car Audio. Peace.